You're listening to The Local Beat on WKNC, hosted by DJ Beowulf. This specialty show airs on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. every week and features live sessions and interviews with local musicians of all genres. If you miss a week, check out our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the WKNC blog. Furthermore, if any local musicians are interested in The Local Beat, howl at your girl at localmusic at wknc.org. This is a podcast brought to you by WKNC 88.1. The following content may contain profane language and subject matter. Listener discretion advised. WKNC 88.1. This is DJ Beowulf in studio with Bangs. We are going to be streaming some of their music and having a quickie little interview session for the local beat. Up next, we're going to <laughs> we're gonna play the song Pretty is a Trap off of their newest released EP. We'll be talking about that release show and lots of interesting stuff to come. Keep it locked. Do not go anywhere. WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat. Alright, WKNC listeners, the song you just heard was Pretty as a Trap by Bangs. I have two of their members in studio now. Do y'all want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? There's only two of us. That's it? There's only two of us. Oh my god, it's amazing. I have the whole band here. <laughs> the What's whole band up, is y'all? here. Alright, yeah. well, once again, introduce yourself. What do um, you do? Okay, we're two-piece. My name is Erica Libero. I play guitar, and I sing, and I write the songs. Uh, I'm Blair Coppage, and I play drums, and I try to back up sing, and I write growl. the drums, and I growl and mumble. Should we get, should we sample the growl right now on the air? Oh my lord! I, oh, no, such a thing. I can't really. It's 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 not really a growl. I mean, no pressure, but it's if mostly you, you just put your face like as close as you can to a microphone and be like too loud, and like the microphone just registers it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you get some like instant feedback right there. Yeah, and people like. I'm just like kind of sweaty and I'm like breathing hard into the microphone and honestly you're a multi-instrumentalist you. <laughs> I mean yeah it's a natural and it comes to me very naturally yeah I mean some people play the harmonica with their mouth <laughs> while drumming and you just use no. your mouth as an own, your own yeah. instrument yeah. Yeah. yeah here we are um here so are. Erica you mentioned What's that up? you write all of the songs yes what is your process like 
what is my process like? Yeah. Oh my gosh. For this record, basically, it just kind of fell out of me. It was just like, I will note that uh, since you mentioned for this record, the audience should know that you guys just released a new record. Yes. Um, do you want to say what it's called? Fresh Cut. Fresh Cut <laughs> EP. It just released on the 26th. 25th was actually 25th. the day it was released. The 26th was the party. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, we'll get to yeah. the party in just <laughs> a second. Funny. How do you write your music? How do I, Oh, no. This one just kind of fell out of me. It was just like years of like pent up you know frustration and not really understanding why i was so upset and then finally finding words for it mm -hmm. and then it just fell out of me and it was just like me things that i would just be yelling at people and like conversations that became arguments i would just poured it all into the song and that's why all the titles are like statements that you would yell at somebody right yeah um do you think that holds true for the song that we just heard pretty as a trap oh for sure what inspired that one Oof. that was like <laughs> straight up just being you know being a woman in this society and like what that means and like how we were like how I'm treated like in my everyday life at my job like you know in town like whoever wherever I am you know what I mean and it's like it's this weird like I feel like I'm playing this like weird game of hot or not that I never consented to and it's like my worth is dependent on my physical appearance and then people would be like oh but it's you know women are just the more attractive sex and that should be like a compliment it's not it's it's a trap actually it is a trap it's we're a trap. supposed to be held to those standards and it's yeah. like this narrow vision like a narrow version it's like one aspect to somebody and it's just like oh well we only celebrate that and it's just weird it's like how i felt like at certain times i'm either being like sexually harassed or i'm invisible like mm -hmm. those were the two lines i lived mm -hmm. in and i hated it and i would just like see you know like when i would dress super femme like how like that attention i would get would make me feel like i not didn't want to go out anymore and then like when i dress like less femme you know what I mean? How I could just go to these places that I used to go to before and just like live a little and freer. And no matter what, you're still asking for it. Yeah, no, Ugh. definitely. And it's Ugh. just like I wanted to be present in a space where I was respected as an equal and not always like felt like I was under threat because yeah speaking of that i will say for any listeners who may be triggered by the subject of conversation uh we we respect you this is a highly emotional uh ep that just came out so as much as we love to have you listening please keep yourself safe and healthy if this is a heavy subject matter for you we understand if you tune out but for everyone else you're gonna hear a great conversation <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's true it's true this this it came from a really painful place absolutely you know what i mean and but i think that's why it's called fresh cut you know, it's mm -hmm. the wounds are fresh mm -hmm. and that's why I'm like so angry about it. You know what I mean? But, you know, this is the step one. Like step one is fresh cut. I put all the angry songs on here and like I'm hoping that like I wrote. OK, well, they, this might be a little intense. I'm, radio. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I feel OK. I know this is like where it's like a Tuesday. But like I wrote in my diary at the beginning of 2019. It's like I want to be more than the sum of my trauma. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to be more than that. Yeah. But fresh cut is very much about the trauma. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay because you that was clean me the acknowledging before it. it scabs up Oof. yeah and yeah. it's fresh yeah mm -hmm. but that's exactly what that is that's heavy we got there quick yeah <laughs> it is bangs in studio nothing isn't heavy with these two fantastic people oh my God. so have you guys always been the sole duo for bangs have uh there any been uh, any rotating cast members heart soul Heart and soul, I like that. <laughs> we we toyed once with a bass player and like for various reasons. I, I like oh sorry. Um I'm bad at microphones because I play the drums. Oh, it's A okay. <laughs> and I pretend I do other things, but uh I don't. But um <laughs> uh we toyed around with having a bassist. I remember Eric and I like talking at first, like when Banks was first starting and we just basically spent a lot of time watching White Stripes videos and One of my like being bands. like gushing over that Dude. and that vibe that they have and like you know, they were close for different reasons. Maybe they were married, you know, whatever. Maybe they were siblings. Who maybe knows? Were, yeah, knows? It's a mystery. Knows. Maybe we're married. Maybe we're... So, no, but Nobody knows, It's actually. just nice to have, like, a, you know, be friends in your band and, yeah. like, be able to pull that, like, express that musically, too. And, like, when you can just look into each other's eyes and, like, mm -hmm. do that. Um, yeah, so That we, was like, a romantic way of putting it. Yeah, it was very oh. romantic. Every show is a romance. It's an intimate moment, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I would say, especially punk shows, because mm. you just get all of that emotion thrown into your face, and you either take it and reciprocate, or you're just baffled by it. Either way, you're going to feel it. So important. I love so it. So important. Everything I love about music right there. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, intimate moments and fresh cuts and things, you guys just had that release show, and I heard it was killer. It was so much fun. I absolutely wanted to be there. I got off work super late, and I work in Cary, so yeah. it was going to be a drive. But correct me if I'm wrong, the Muslims were also on that yes. lineup. They are local beat alumni as well. They're we so great. Them. They're so great. <laughs> they are actually the very first local beat session that I was ever a part of. Really? So they are near and dear to my heart. Oh. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even like conducting the show at the time. I was like 
the assistant to the two old interviewers um and the muslims were here and then the torch was passed to me so that's awesome it is really really cool i really wanted to be there was it just you guys or who else was on the line we had severed fingers with us as well severed fingers mm. all right i'm gonna try to get them on here yeah they're great that would be super cool so much fun. um <laughs> what was the show like was there good feedback from the audience was it received well um everyone sat on the floor no they're <laughs> <laughs> um it was i thought it was fun i, I mean, mean th- it was packed there was a lot of people there just cheering the whole time for all the bands. It like mm-hmm. felt really like I didn't, you know, know everybody there, but there was this like very welcoming I mean I felt very welcome. It was at the Pinhook, nice. right? It was mm-hmm. at the Pinhook. Yeah. yeah. It's a cute venue. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Great sound. One Absolutely. of the best sounding venues actually, I would say. Best venue in Durham. I it's probably I mean I don't know. The next to maybe Slims in Raleigh here. Here in yeah, Raleigh. I can agree with that. I like the, the I vibes. like Slims, but I'm 99% sure they're 21 plus, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. yeah. And I am but a wee child. But a wee child. But I've been told lass. that they will make an exception if you, like, contact them in advance and I let mean, them like, know. I mean, like, I have, like, I'm so sorry, Slims. I have, like, band friends who are like, oh, yeah, this is our merch girl. And I'm just, like, buddies with them. And then they let me in, which is cool. A shout <laughs> out to Slims. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I am not but a child. So. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to, like, Fain as our merch girl. We, we got you. Sorry, yeah, I'll be in your DMs pretty heavily. <laughs> Don't you doubt it. <laughs> uh, um, would you guys like to play another song for the audience? Yeah, let's just go, like, play through the whole album in a row. I'm just, just straight out. Right? Nothing else. No, no, I'm we played, we played. I mean, we can. It's a punk album. It'll take, like, two seconds. Two minutes. Of ah, <laughs> rage. Um, I don't know. I think we should play it in order. So I think the next song is uh, Your Boyfriend is Really Bringing You Down. This, this is my favorite song to play Blair's favorite. it is your favorite all right well i'll be super heavily listening for the growl and the drum no, part. It's not uh, in well, the song. i mean there's always a little bit they, you <laughs> know, you, it, you, it escapes you can't <laughs> all right Heavy wknc breathing. 88.1 this is bangs on the local beat up next is their song your boyfriend is really bringing you down keep it locked rockers <laughs> And we are back and bangs has not left except for blair who dipped out for a moment to grab some water and then may or may not have broken a pencil i think um, it's okay <laughs> oh they goodness. are just as astru- 
as destructive in their music <laughs> as they are in person, and we are so glad to have them here. So hello. hello. Uh, before we play that song, we were talking about the release show, mm-hmm. um, and it was at the Pin Hook. Any memorable experiences from it? <sighs> um, <laughs> I mean, I guess the whole thing was probably just a blur. Of During rage. the Muslim set, uh, there was a birthday. Layla's child. It was their birthday, and that the kid got uh, hoisted up into was the, the kid air. There? The kid was there. Yeah, that's so with cool. the headphones on. That's I think so they turned cool. eleven or something like that ageish. And they had like the headphones on and they got hoisted like crowd surfed like above the crowd Aww. at the pin hook onto the stage mm-hmm. and everyone saying happy birthday. And it was like awesome. That I is got video adorable. of it. Yeah. Oh my God. I need to put that up. But it was, yeah, it was one of those like awesome moments, you know. What about you, Blair? Anything <laughs> that particularly stands out other than this uh, pseudo bar mitzvah that just went down? Oh, oh. I, which yeah. is super ironic for me I to say because they're a band called The Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Jewish band. Yeah. Uh, my mom came from oh, yeah. Maryland and she from sold Maryland. our merch. That's a long yeah. way. Well, she sold know. our merch. She sold our merch. And her and my best friend, also, I don't know. Like, I'm I can't be impressed. your merch girl like, then. I can't usurp your mom. No. Well, I, it's. It, I mean, she'll fight you for it, but she'll she's up to the challenge. We can just like um, wrestle or something. Yeah, but rock she, paper scissors. Can we talk about how she tagged the pin hook? Yeah. Also, my <laughs> my yes. mom like came up to me at one point and was like, "Do you have any like a sharpie?" And I was like, "Yeah, I figured it was like a merge thing. I don't know, maybe she was gonna like f- like forge my signature or something." And then she just runs straight to the bathroom, and I find her in there just writing like. Blair's mom was here and like writing all these things. Aww. Like, yeah. I don't, it was not, I haven't seen my mom in a while. She took my dog away for tour and I'm very sad. Took my sad. dog away. Do you want to give a shout out to your dog? Shout out to Nelly. I miss you so much and Hello. your big pit bull thighs. Oh. I truly do. I think about them like every constantly. You said pit bull thighs? Yeah, yes. I call, yeah, it's one of her names. I it's call the her first thighs. part she would eat. She got big old thighs. That's really cute. And long That's the legs. first part she would eat. That's really <laughs> yeah, cute. Oh, yeah, I talk if I were to ever eat her, I tell her that. Like, if I ever it's ate you, joke. I would start with your roast thighs. I would roast them in the oven, Aww. and then I'll, I tell her about how I would eviscerate all of her skin mm. and like all the things. And that's like, really she cute. Just gets really excited. Would, you would make her gourmet cuisine. Yeah, and she she knows I would you know treat be her with honor. Treat you know, her with she honor. wouldn't just be some like stew. No, <laughs> I all in a pot, and that's good enough. Yeah, this is uh, some previously unreleased content, but I don't normally talk about my my uh, relationship with my dog. I am uh, <laughs> so honored that you would get so raw yeah. and uninhibited with us today. Yeah. Um, which also, a lot of your music tends to be. Um, Erica, mm-hmm. as the writer, do you have a favorite song off the album or one that you think just hits the hardest emotionally? Oh, I think all of them together like hit really hard. Like And like I really love them all. I will say that... Big Ol' Dicks is the one uh, song where it actually was, okay. It's, oh, wait, no. Yeah. I'm yeah. allowed to say that word? No. Okay. Oh. That's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You said I was penis. wondering actually what words we couldn't say and then I didn't know how to Man, ask about making you say them. That's the one oh, I didn't remember. Oh, they're on the wall. Awesome. Are they on the wall? So well, Bang's a song. Big it's like the penises. It's like the most bold one on that list, Erica. It you is the most bold it. one on the so list. It's it's a is, you know what? Let's just keep going. Okay. Well, that song, I think that, <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's just, it's a really funny song. It's actually the most fun to play, like, alive, just because it's so silly. Yeah. Like, and it was kind of built from, like, a drum exercise that Blair used to do. Mm-hmm. It's the only lyric I've actually ever written yeah. for and anything. She, and she used that. to basically, the, the, the title... <laughs> And like the the line that follows after it, which I cannot say on the radio, we can say in a big old house. In a big old house, like that is something that Blair used to do, and like just kind of like rattle on her drums while everyone's like plugging in and stuff. And then basically, it was something that I took that and I wrote a whole song about mansplaining from it because mm. for me, it's like I felt like I was living in this house of like you know these you know these big old jerks, you know, and like, do you live with men? I mean, well, I'm saying, like, in life, and like, this, in the uh, patriarchy. Yes, yes, yes. Using it, society as a house. It's like, mm-hmm. for sh- yeah. Like, this the house, the house I grew up in, like, is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is ironic, because I didn't actually grow up with a father. But I mean, like, father in the patriarchal sense. Mm, like, so you've got super daddy issues then. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I mean. Just towards all of the men. I think that, but at the same it. time, it freed me a little, because I never had someone that, like, would trick me into loving that idea of having that someone in control of my life like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what something, that, you know, okay, just you never subjected to the um 
the paternal male gaze which can be very constricting as men have like i love you so like dress nicely and only do this right 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 what you do reflects badly on me i need to have a proper daughter yeah exactly or something and then you're like well i love my dad so i'm gonna do this like i never had that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i kind of could do what i wanted you know and like but at the same time to the extent like but the same time like you know i wrote these songs my mother you know I love her so much, but like there's certain things in the way she raised me, which was very much supporting this patriarchy, which was very ironic considering she was a single in mom. All of, us. of course, you know, like I could just see how she, you know, like again, I love her so much, but she raised me and my brother differently, and I, right. it became more obvious that I was restricted a lot more, and that kind of sucked because it was just completely gender bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you have like a younger brother, it's like why does he get to do more than me if he's younger? Right, and like right. that kind of thing. Just I like, remember. Uh, there was a time in my life when my family lived in Seattle and I was going through like a weird gender experience. And Mm -hmm. while I, at this moment in time, identify as female and feel confident in my cis normativity, um, in the fact that my gender and sex align, um, I remember there was a a long time as a child where my mom would stop and say like, stop being so boisterous, stop being X, Y, and Z. And I would to her face say i wish i was a boy boys get to do this and Mm -hmm. it was very distressful to me because i wasn't a petite delicate little girl Mm -hmm. um and boys didn't like me in a romantic sense and keep in mind i was in like the fifth grade so why does this even matter the patriarchy is enforcing it on me but for there was a long time where i was fully convinced that my life would be better if i was a boy and i because their definition of what they could be was wider than ours right yeah and i don't think I think reflecting on it now, it wasn't gender dysphoria, more so frustration by my confinement. But I think had I not found my sense of comfort and self in being a feminine person, I think that could have like really messed with my head growing up. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm still having that conversation. Like that is what this oh, is about. Yeah. Consistently yeah. Like, having that conversation gender with is myself. Super fluid. And as you explore who you are and how you portray yourself in society, mm-hmm. you can develop and redefine. Yeah. Yourself. But also everything we were taught about gender was wrong. Oh, absolutely. And that's it's so hard to like have to, you know, you have to like break down so much. That's mm-hmm. what's hard. And like sometimes I wonder if we just destroy the gender binary, could we not get rid of sexism? Could we not get rid of homophobia? Could we not get a transphobia? Because it's like maybe we're too married to the idea that there's like these two ways and then like anything that's, you know, different from those two ways becomes like this like set, you know? And it's just like, well, why don't we just get rid of those two ways? That obviously is the wrong system. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. So, I remember like, I took, so I'm a social work major, and because of that, I have to take a lot of um, electives regarding um, just, like, cultural differences and things. Mm-hmm. And I took a course on cultural anthropology my freshman year of college, and we studied the differences in sex and gender within different cultures. And mm-hmm. I learned about um, West Coast Native American societies often believed in and practiced having a third gender. Um, and I won't try to pronounce the native term for it because a i don't remember and b it is not part of my natural dialect and i do not want to be disrespectful but the third gender in their society was seen as the balance point between males and females and occupied the role of both to an extent and that for me was eye-opening because i understood then and there that gender was socially constructed sex exactly sex even in itself you can have different like genitalia that intersect and make you neither male nor female or a combination of both and gender is just the roles that are applied to us and and it's yeah learning about the way another culture practices gender mm-hmm. proved to me that the anglo-saxon like normative binary is not the end-all be-all totally yeah and like but it's everywhere it's everywhere you yeah, know that like imperialism the we- really got us <laughs> The way we treat, you know, get treated in public is always going to depend on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until we start talking about it more and breaking it down. Like Blair, what's it like for you when Erica writes lyrics or a song? Like, um, do you ever add input or things like your own ideas that spark up a dialogue between you two? What's your level of, I guess, addition to the writing process? I mean, we always talk about the, the things that the songs are about are th- like things that are present eric and i's life like, even though i didn't write like the majority of any of the songs um i think those things are things that we are both so moved by mm-hmm. pretty much daily that we talk about it we'll complain about little things to each other and and then it'll spark us to be like it just reminds me of this and like this bigger thing and that's and like i don't know it's it's really driving um to like get to listen to these things i i but i 
do you remember when I guess uh, she wrote a lot of this this tape um before and as we became a band and when she asked me to like start playing drums with her uh but boyfriend and big old dicks I think were the I'm so sorry <laughs> that's such a habit boyfriend and big old were dogs, gosh, dogs. I, I'm gonna stop I'm not gonna bring that song up again. you can just be like the third song on gosh, the, on we are the just like the worst but anyway you're not gonna harp on that uh boyfriend and big old um I think she was writing a little bit more progressively, like as uh, we as we became a band, and she would kind of like just tell me what she was writing. Oh, I'm thinking I'm gonna switch this lyric or that, and I didn't really you know change any of those things. I, I definitely remember like seeing that process, and like we would talk about it in its own right, and I, um, I don't know, maybe I hopefully I inspired her in some way to like uh, help you know hone those lyrics. It's interesting because you like show like you're talking about those two songs as separate as the others. Is because some of the songs, I think like three of them, like I, Blair and I were just like playing together for fun for a while. Right. And like, as I many had, bands tend to start right, off. Right. We actually met through Girls Rock Rock Roulette and stuff like that. And that was awesome, blah, blah, blah. But we kept playing together. And then I demoed out three songs, which ended up on Fresh Cup. And like, I had, you know, put, picked like drum tracks and stuff. They weren't like real drums, whatever. But I demoed it out. And so we started there. But then Boyfriend and the other one, Big Ol'. We started writing in the room, but we started writing in practice, which is just really a testament to our chemistry because mm -hmm. it'd be like, Blair, I want to write a song that goes like this. That's literally what happened, right? <laughs> and then Blair would play something and then and then I'm like, we'd go to something else. And then we talked about the halftime part at the end to make mm -hmm. it sound doomier. And then it kind of, so the arrangement helped, just came out naturally. Like there's two of us and just being able to like create that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of bouncing ideas and doing it live and going back to a point that you brought up in the beginning how do you think that watching old uh white stripes videos um impacted the way you two write together <laughs> I, I okay so i'm like a nerd and i've been watching like i be jack white is also the love of my life if uh, you're listening i have some problems he's not feel that I'm, you. He's, I'm, I'm over him right he's now over his current, his current he's the pretentious pasty prince I, of rock and roll yes and I hate him, and I love him yeah, I know. forever, <laughs> baby, XOXO, Gossip Girl. Are you listening? Okay. Uh, I mean, if I played there, guitar, Jack I would White? hope it's I me. would. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said my name on air. I know. <laughs> Do you not? It's me, DJ Beowulf. Oh, uh, oh yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a, I'm what were we talking about? We were talking blushing. about how the white stripes <laughs> impact your oh, creative gosh. process. I, I pretty much was just geeking out to Erica, like, hey, like, here are, like, the, I've had, like, this one video of Death Letter by the White mm. Stripes that mm. I, like, live that I've been obsessed with for, like, a decade at this point. I just, it's one of my, I don't know if he planned it. I've watched it so many times I could, like, probably, like, act it out to you, but, um. <laughs> so you won't do the growl, but you'll act out a White Stripes live set for me? In. I'll do a good wow. pantomime for you if you want, um. <laughs> But you might not get any sound out of me. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I was just super into it. Their their eye contact, the way he like, he kind of loses himself, and they don't lose each other. You can see them tweaking what they're doing as they go along. Like maybe deciding to let a verse go twice as long as it would have otherwise. And you can see it, like a few times he even talks out loud to her, but not on the microphone, just like mm -hmm. to each other. And seeing that language and seeing that exchange is really moving. And it, I, I I like I learned to play drums as my older brother learned to play guitar and that like that makes sense to me to like have that connection and to kind of be able to communicate while you're doing it and not necessarily have any rules about it or preordained structure mm -hmm. um and like I, it's great i i was just really moved by that we geeked out to those videos together and i think it often just got us like picking up our instruments and going now you're wearing a black flag shirt today which is super cool do you want to list off some other artists that may have been inspiring to you guys Either or. I mean, I used to play that Bratmobile song a lot. Oh, Gimme Brains. That's Give a really good one. I, I like love that. That's a really cool. good song. I mean, we really like the Eurochromes. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> like, we love the Eurochromes. <laughs> um, spend a lot of time listening to that. I don't know. Just things that sound trashy and driven, you know? Um, I really love shopping. Erica introduced oh, yeah, me to shopping. shopping. We got to play really? uh, side... Um, Hopscotch. hopscotch sidewalk we had to play sidewalk, sidewalk. <laughs> I mean, you do play hopscotch on the sidewalk i mean we also played the sidewalk slam so like once oh, i think okay. so that maybe i get confused it's like a little festival in yeah, LA yeah, yeah every year twice a year three times i don't i don't even know um shopping's really great i really uh, their 
from New Zealand, the UK, the UK, also. yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, they're they're a really great three piece, uh, like little punky thing. You ever listen to an old um, Northeast hardcore band called Bold? Highly recommend. I will have to put you guys on at the end. They are currently my hardcore fixation at the moment. Mm. I got into them through listening to Black Flag. Yeah. So that was uh, kind of my thought process when looking at your t-shirt. Yeah. I I just really love the album My War by Black Flag. I just love that. I just love the energy behind that. Like, Was that... Is that pre or post Henry Rollins? He was the first Henry Rollins album. Sick. With Black Flag. Sick. Uh, speaking of sickening things, let's play another bang song. Erica, would you like to introduce it while I pull it up? Okay. Well, now I know there's one of those we can't play. <laughs> so, oh, but oh. the next one is. Uh, oh, the next one is Don't Touch People. Topical. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, this is WKNC 88.1. Bangs on the local beat. Keep it locked and we will rock. song you just heard was don't touch people by bangs off of their new ep fresh cut if you are just tuning in they are live in studio talking to me answering some (laughs) questions sharing their thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. lots of rage (laughs) um so we just talked about the release show i believe Mm -hmm. you guys are going on tour and that was the first one Mm -hmm. to kick it off what do you guys have planned for that we have 10 days february 1st through the 10th and we're going Basically through South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and then back. Mm-hmm. But we're starting out in, uh, we're, we're playing Charlotte this weekend, right? This, you mm-hmm. know, the uh, milestone. milestone on the second. Um, for all of my. So close. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> right around the corner. Um, shout out to all of my Charlotte friends. I got my start in the local scene in Charlotte. Um, I expect all of them to be there. 
Um, but also I know that they're not listening right now. So. <laughs> What's Bummer. the scene like there? Is it good? It's it's something. It is. It's definitely thriving. It's okay. definitely happening. Um, almost everyone in Charlotte is involved in it, in especially in like the uptown um, Concord University area. Uh-huh. Um, it has been around for what feels like a long time. But because Charlotte is such a new and developing area, it grew really rapidly. Um, so it's it's very ingrained with the youth culture out there, um, cool. which seems pretty standard for like a local scene or whatever. But it grew alongside the development of Charlotte. So all the bars and venues are just as new as like the scene is, excluding the Milestone, which is pretty much like the cornerstone of Charlotte music. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you guys ever played there before? Mm -mm. I am very excited to hear what you think about it. That venue is fantastic. It is plastered head to toe with stickers and slogans and signs from every artist that's ever come through. And that goes back to like, like, um, like bad brains and stuff like cool old rockers. It's pretty cool. It's definitely a hole in the wall, um, quite literally. But it's it's a great place. I like it a lot. There's also no air conditioning, so so it's good that we're playing in February. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> because typically it gets really hot in there. They have like mm-hmm. one fan on the floor. Ooh, Ooh right. That is rough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I know a couple of the sound guys there. So if you meet Eric Smeal, okay, um, a shout out to him. Yeah. Do you know who's playing with you on the Milestone show? Um, we're playing with ooh, there's a band called Pullover. Ah, uh, as a Charlotte. I band. know them. They're cool. Okay. And then we're playing with Woolbright. They're on tour. They're from Florida. They're awesome. I love their music. And let me pullover is sick. What a pullover! Yeah, they're really cool. I think there's one more local. I don't remember. I'm 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 a bad. I print I the know. merch. I print the merch. It's That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I play the drums. I print the merch. <laughs> and my you dog's named one <laughs> song that we can't say on air. <laughs> I'm not the only one that did it. Don't just throw me under she the bus. Remembers. It's your fault, Blair. I, I think Blair did it. I remember that too. <laughs> Look, I wrote on my hand that I can't do it again. Don't do it again. <laughs> okay, the last band is called Wild Trees. Wild Trees. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'm aware of them, but Pullover is super cool. Um, they are friends with. I mentioned Eric Smeal. He is the the heart and soul of this band called Doll Hands. They are super tight in the area. His old bassist, Katie, plays in a band called All Right. And I believe mm-hmm. she may or may not be in Pullover. However, Charlotte is so compact with the music scene that everyone's in every band. And yeah. I forget. And it's it's like inbreeding out there. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. And I'm very grateful for my time that I spent in Charlotte. Yeah. Queen City. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> but not enough to get like a queen logo tattooed on my body. Not as yet. Many a charlatan does. Like the band queen? <laughs> no, not like the oh, band queen. I was like, queen. I do that. I mean, ah, Freddie I Mercury. Wait, are we talking a hand tattoo? Is that what you said? That's no, 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 queen. The queen, like, like crown. Oh. Yeah, like people get like queen city crowns tattooed on them for Charlotte. It's, it's like what's on the street signs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is well, it I'll show you that? because it's named after um, <laughs> Queen Charlotte. Why is it called that? Why is it called that? <laughs> That's the way you said that. It was named after Queen Charlotte. I think she's English, maybe. I don't know. Sounds I'm about not right. an American. I don't know <laughs> y'all's history. Are you not an American? I'm not an American. Where are you from? I'm from Canada. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. we way up north. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I am a very eligible bride. I hold triple citizenship <laughs> in Canada, America, and <laughs> Ireland. Nice. So marry me and hold you can to have it. all this. <laughs> I, I used to have dual citizenship and I had to give it up. Whack. Where was your other one? I, I'm half Japanese and I grew up there. Okay. And for some reason, America doesn't care if you have like multiple passports, but Japan does. And America it's like, does care, I'm pretty sure. Do they? Yeah. It depends on what country. Because, yeah, it does depend on what country, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure when I received my Canadian citizenship, um, it was like, all right, so you're only in America now. You're like, like this is your primary country to whom you pledge allegiance. Hmm. And I was like, mm, questionable. So <laughs> I think I think it's something. Where, and please do not send the FBI to my house oh, because no. I'm in possession of quote-unquote fake passports. Not really. They're legitimate passports for other countries. But I think if I presented them in American court of law because I got American citizenship, they would be like, these are counterfeit. Rude. Even though they're not. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah. But 
Um, I don't care what anyone says. I'm Canadian, true and true, forever. You can probably get a lot of money for a counterfeit uh, passport. Um, but it's not mm-hmm. counterfeit. It's real. I mean, we're going on tour. We can use the extra cash if you want to help us out. You know I want to go to Canada. I want to go to Canada in like the summer. I want to tour mm, it that. is beautiful. We're touring yeah. Canada in the summer. Here I wanted come. to go to Canada for university originally. Yeah. But this isn't about me. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> this is about bangs. We have to redirect the conversation. We just get along so well. Yeah. I know. We're such good it's like buddies. like speed dating right here. Honestly, we're all speed dating each other. Um, mm. If you guys are the heart and soul, can I be the liver? Yes. I feel like that's the we third need most to live. Important. Oh my God, please. please. Can, I say, can I say God? Yes, you can oh say God. God. <laughs> I love this interview this is so much. <laughs> so you're playing a show in Charlotte. It sounds like it's going to be really cool. Yes. If someone wanted to find out more about Bangs, mm-hmm. where could they find your music in preparation for going to the show? Oh my gosh. Definitely follow us on Facebook. Um, all our music's up on Bandcamp and Spotify. It's actually everywhere now. And SoundCloud. Apple Music? Probably. Whoa. Apple, <laughs> it is on Apple Music. I'm okay. an exclusive okay. Apple Blurry's Music user. As am I. We there. are brothers now. Yeah. Self-Aware hooked it up, and they put it everywhere, hopefully. Shout out to Self-Aware Records. Shout out. Thank you. you so much. We're really happy to be working with them. Yeah, and I'm really, really happy to have you guys yeah. here. So shout out to Self-Aware for making that connect. Ooh. They've been in my Twitter DMs, and I appreciate it greatly. Is that a good place to DM people? Should I start, like... Blowing people up there, like uh, hey, I up? can't comment. I am a frequent Twitter complainer. Okay. Um, at Canada Snack, um, because I'm both from Canada, <laughs> Canada and Canada Snack. Snack. <laughs> follow you. I'm so excited to follow you. Very, very well, eligible. Just on yourself very, all the time. I'm a very <laughs> eligible bride. Very el- eligible, eligible <laughs> snack. I am an eligible snack. Um, this is the local beat. We love our vegetables. Mm. <laughs> um, so you're up on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music. There's your website. You have. We have an Instagram too. That's probably the thing that we up- yeah, update yeah, the most. Yeah. So if you're and like, if yeah. I believe you mentioned before this interview that you guys have a lyric video. Yeah, I have a lyric video. I forget where it was, though. But it's like, if you look on our um, Facebook, if you see our premiere of our first single, Pretty as a Trap, um, it's up there. Do you remember what it was? What the blog was called? I, I know. can do some quickie Googling. Oh, punk, punk, something punk. Punk something. So it's Pretty as a Trap, the lyric video? Well, it's also just on YouTube. I self-aware posted it. Okay, good. It's on self-aware. self-aware's YouTube channel. Okay, there you go. Um, that's fantastic. Answer. Oh, yeah, it's the third hit if you search Pretty as a Trap lyric video. It does have bad words in it, so Who's please the first hit? Discretion. Who got the first hit on that? Rude. Um, the first two hits are Summerella, um, they... Pretty, the B word, in the trap, and then um, <laughs> See, that was another not written, one for that. That was not written for women. Like, <laughs> I don't know more of those songs. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm pretty sure that song was written <laughs> by a woman. But no, but did, did you do you hate women? I do not hate women. <laughs> not you, that woman. Oh, okay. I was about to be like, we we're love accused. Women you're, on, here. you're on trial now. Wait, what? <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're coming here to start fights. Right? Like, That's usually, what punk music usually. is about. That's true. Honestly, we have a lot of fights. Has anyone started a fight at one of your shows? No, Blair, like last week, just like <laughs> had to, had to. I had to. I don't know how to say it anymore because I'm not allowed to say certain words. Well, but I had. She had yeah. to. She had to like be like, "Hey, man, don't touch my drum kit." And then physically, that person got kicked out of the venue. Sick. Standing up for yourself. He did it like right kit. after she said that. I had to kick him, and then he got removed. Yes. And then at once <laughs> at Monstercade, I spat in somebody's face. But Monstercade. But he called me the c word, and yeah. that's not fine. That's not fair. It's okay. not cool. Um, I mean, maybe Monstercade. It's, it's on the venue in Winston Salem. It's awesome. Place. My favorite venue. I was yeah. really so hoping it was going to be like a monster truck kind of thing, and oh. you just happened to be there. Ooh, we should have kept some mystery around that, Erica. Honestly, <laughs> you also could have lied, and I would not have known the difference. Well, and, um, for Blair's real job, she drives a monster truck. <laughs> is that a job? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's what I went Blair, to school. How tall for. are you? Five seven. Are you, oh, never mind. Do I look taller than that? Um, no, you look shorter than that. So oh. I was gonna be like, oh, you drive a monster truck. You must be compensating. <laughs> From my, oh, from my height. Five seven is really height. average. I'm like five <laughs> nine, so I only dwarf you by a little bit. So those are good heights. But you know what? You good guys job. are uh, real powerhouses of music. Thank so, you. So let's play another song. Yay. Blair, how about you introduce it this time? It's called um, Never Speak of Marriage as an Achievement. And you shouldn't do that. You should never speak of marriage as an achievement. And this is WKNC 88.1. The local beat is in session with bangs on the air.
We are back. I know you missed us. It was only like a minute and 45 seconds as punk songs tend to go, but it's a long time when you just love your audience so much. <laughs> Hello, I'm DJ Beowulf with Bangs in the studio, and this is The Local Beat. We have been hanging out for almost an hour at this point, and it has been a lot of fun. Um, before we took an air break, we talked about Self-Aware. How did you guys get signed to their record label? Um, well, we basically, you know, finished the recording process and we were in the mixing stage and then we were, you know, just seeing what our options were and our friend, we're really good friends with Katie from Naked Naps and like, she was just like, you know, you should hit up self-aware. And so we did. And then we went into this weird, like, I went into this weird, like, you know, self-analytical <laughs> place where like I got analysis paralysis with the record where like I like they were like kind of emailing back but like hey we're interested and then like I was like freaking out and I could not do anything to move the project forward mm -hmm. and it was really weird and it was actually really nice because they stuck with me and they kept emailing me back and being we, like we hey, ghosted them we're I, I kind of did it's just like I got into this weird headspace where it's like what if this isn't good enough like we did this all wrong we need to start it over you know it's like that typical like imposter syndrome stuff that right, people talk right. about I was just I like, got to the point where I was like this analysis paralysis I could I could not move forward with these mixes and like I got kind of stuck there and then even though like I had this label being like I want to put it out for you like I couldn't respond to them because I suddenly like was like overwhelmed with the idea that it wasn't good good enough you know analysis paralysis <laughs> is actually a pretty sick song name yeah I like that I don't know I don't I got that. I think my sister used to say that, but it, it kind of makes sense. It's like when you get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you overanalyze things too much and get stuck mm. in your own head. And yeah, you can't I, like even I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, my therapist has always called it social anxiety, but <laughs> analysis paralysis. I think mm. I like that more. Yeah. You should catch your therapist next time. I should. I will. I'll be like, Doctor Miller. <laughs> I don't know what you got those degrees for. This, this is what this is called. You were wrong. Listen to the radio or something. And she's going to be like, you're displaying signs of extreme narcissism and an inflated ego. And I'll be like, don't tell me what to do. It's like, you're always right. Why don't I tell you what you need to do? I know. Why don't you pay me to be here? Yeah. I love my therapist. She's probably my best friend. And she's listening right now. Thank you. And thank you, Dr. Miller. Is that how you make friends? Should I get one of those? Like paying them a couple hundred bucks every couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Uh, mm. I'm, no. No. Mm -hmm. I'm no, I don't, you don't have money to burn like that? I'm just not going to commit to it. Well, being signed <laughs> to Self-Aware yeah. or any record label is kind of a big step in a, ba in a band's developmental process. What goals do you have for the future of Bangs in the rest of 2019? I think we just want to, I mean, you know, we released this tape and I just want to tour as much as possible as my mm -hmm. plan. Like, you know, just play out as much as possible and then work, start working on the next one. That's what I want. I, I want that. Did you always <laughs> want to be in a band before Bangs? Have you ever been in any other projects before Bangs? Uh, the first band I was and am in, and uh, when I moved here, I moved here to go to grad school. Um, didn't really care about, end up caring about that at all. Uh, ended up doing the music thing and was in a band called Slime, blah, 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 whatever, um, which I love. It's a great, sorry, that's awful. Um, just trying to pass over it because I met Erica just trying to play music with like girls rock and like do their rock roulette and realized how much I missed it. And here I am with her on the radio. I'm, uh, I love to hear girls rock success stories because they uh they promote via WKNC will like air their little donor announcements all yeah. the time like girls rock NC yada 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 and it's just I really really like to hear that such a cool organization is doing well and like actually making waves yeah and this is like and we're we're like the adults in this situation where like they do things for children you know in like the camps. little girls yes but like what they're they, like women rock rock roulette is for adults and mm. it's where you just go to the pinhook and you sign up to be in bands and they kind of like pick bands by location and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have a couple months to write and perform songs. So it's kind of what you do at Girls Rock Camp, but you do it um, as adults with like a group with a little more time and then you perform it and, and then all the money from that door goes to goes to Girls Rock. So it's like a charity thing. Yeah. But at the same time, what it forces is it forces, you know, adults like us to form bands, write songs, perform them, and realize that, oh my gosh, we could do it all along, and people were lying to us when they said we couldn't. Like, right. that's what it was. Anyone like, can make music, yes. even you. And it's so weird that for some reason we, like, so internalize the idea that we couldn't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... It's definitely a, a difficult hurdle to jump over, because I feel like, go, uh, especially for myself, going into the music writing process, um, I always, like, I'll put stuff... 
Like I'll be on GarageBand on my computer, yes. like little demos on my phone or something. Love it. And I'll be like, this doesn't sound like a finished product. Why can't I just get stuff out? And I, it's so difficult for me to remember that there are steps towards all of the musical greatness that I hear. Yeah. On yes and no. Every media platform. Oh but you probably, I mean, figure out what you don't like about your recording and then fix it. You don't need a fancy microphone. Right. Or like any music degree. Like, yeah. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so funny because, yeah, I don't know. We just don't. We don't feel entitled to it like other people do, mm-hmm. you know, like like the cis men do. Like they feel like, oh, well, I made music. Look, listen to my song. Like, mm-hmm. and we don't feel entitled to it. And like, I wish it wasn't like that because I feel like a lot of us are missing out on life a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. but it's just about breaking that down. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> making music is such such like a staple mm-hmm. of growing up, and I feel like that's such kind of a corny thing to say. But like, how many adults do you meet where they're like, "Yeah, I was in a I was in a band back in college." Like, people do it because this is a transitional period of your life where you do have a lot of pent up emotions and spare time and like things that you haven't figured out yet and probably won't for several decades. And I think that music is one of the greatest outlets that the earth has provided for us. Totally, mm-hmm. like one thousand percent. I don't know if I call it transitional though. I mean, it's something that. I, Erica, I mean, longs for. She talks to me all the time about it. This is her. I'm kind of miss. I don't consider music <laughs> a transitional period. I consider the ages of like, like eighteen to like your early thirties, like a transitional period of growth and figuring out who you are. I think that's just and life. That is that is know. life. I, I feel like that I'll one's just kind of like a like a vacuum of anything that you want to be. If that makes sense, these yeah. are not cohesive words or sentences. I just want to hear your music, honestly. <laughs> That's what I'm curious about. I want to hear what's coming out in GarageBand. Um, I am not allowed to promote my stuff. <laughs> oh, you're not? Okay, I am cool. not, no. But, like, I think that's cool. Just I think that's cool. And I think that it's great that there are, like, um, what do they call them, DAWs? Like, there are platforms now, like Logic and, like, GarageBand that are, like, easily accessible so people can finish and flush out their songs, you know? Right, right. I remember when I thought that, like, oh, because I'm primarily, because I was primarily a singer, Guitar was just kind of like something I taught myself mm-hmm. so I could write songs. And I used to hide the fact that I could play guitar. Like, I didn't show anyone, like, ever that I could play guitar until, like, maybe 2010. And so that was, like, what, years of me hiding this? Mm-hmm. It was really weird. It's kind of weird when you think about it. And now I'm, like, playing on stage, which is weird, too. But, like, I don't know where I don't know where I was going with that. But it's just, where was I going with that? What were we talking about? Um, you were talking about <laughs> uh, teaching yourself guitar and being a primary singer and how yeah. uh, there's these online softwares that allow you to flesh things out. Yes, and, like, the <laughs> idea that, like, for some reason you feel like, you know, if you don't know how to communicate, you know, uh, music theory to your bandmates, you can't finish out a song. No, you you just figure out GarageBand. You can write all the parts, and you never have to know what exactly is going on at all because it is in- inherent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what we always forget about music is that you don't have to know the theory to feel it, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. why we all enjoy it. And, like, that's what's real. Yeah. That's very insightful of you. (sighs) (laughs) What got you into music in the first place? Um, I really liked this show called Gem and the Holograms when I was a kid in the 80s. (laughs) And it's just, like, this really... I know you're younger than me. It's okay. It's, like, my sister... It was actually, like, out when my sister was older. And my... my, I lived in... I grew up in Japan, so my grandma would send me VHS copies of Gem and the Holograms for my sister to watch. And then, like, basically got handed down to me. Because it was the 80s, and you didn't really have, like, English television in Japan, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I loved it, and the, basically the premise of the show was, you know, Jem was this person named Jerrica, and she was in a band, and she would use her band profits for charity, and she had, a, like, a, a foster home for girls, Cute. and then she ran her own record label, and I thought that that was just, like, that the boss's thing. amazing, And actually. every show had, like, new songs that were, like, super catchy. She huh. had the highest voice in the world that I try to emulate <laughs> every day. And when you get the Barbies, you get, like, these cassette tapes that came with them. This is such an 80s thing, so anyone who's, like, from the 80s is, like, dying right now. But you get these cassette tapes, and one side would have the songs with Jem singing them, but when you flip it over, it's the karaoke version. Oh wow. Which was super... Why didn't we do that with our tape? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> next release. Next release. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Ugh. Fresh cut, next release, Nasty yeah. Scabs. Our next album is actually just going to be all karaoke songs. Sing so you it write yourself. Your own. That would be... I feel like you could probably make that into an art project of some sort. Like, that's great. Here's a bunch of, like, karaoke rhythms and things. Like... We've given you the backing. Yell your heart out. Get it out. Like DIY catharsis, I guess. It's so healthy for so many people. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually an interesting project to think about. I'm going to tuck that little idea away in the back of my brain and yeah. put it onto GarageBand one day <laughs> alone in my room at like two in the morning with my rats. 
That's awesome. Oh, you have rats. I do have oh. rats. I've never had rats, but yeah, my friends do, and I think they're really cute. They're my babies. One of them has a tumor right now, so I'm in mourning, I'm pre-mourning. So nice. No, okay, she's chilling right now. Yeah. It's just the, the first sign. It's all I've been talking about all day, and here I am yeah. on the radio complaining I'm, to yeah. thousands of listeners. Yeah. My dog died. In, my dog died in June, so I know where you are. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, terrible. Well, you can just go snuggle Nelly when you come back from tour. Nelly's when I come not back even from, here. Oh, my. Are we talking about this right now? <laughs> Yeah, we're all talking about how sad I'm in, I'm in mourning. My dog is loving somebody else in a faraway place, and I fall asleep cold and alone every night. And, I put your you know, picture away. Yeah, and I fall asleep basically <laughs> that's song. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, um, uh, you, you know the uh, the Nirvana MTV Unplugged when they did Where Did You Sleep Last Night? My girl! <laughs> my girl! Yes. Don't lie That's a better song. to me. <laughs> Oh, right she now. is my Nelly. My Nelly. Nelly is the power bottom of Little Spoons, and I know she's being that for other people. Am I allowed to say I'm that? I'm looking for the list. <laughs> None of those were swear words, both power or bottom or little or spoon. Good. Well, <laughs> spoon. Spoon. <laughs> yes, they spoon on the radio. <laughs> but I love that band. Spoon. Uh, spoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm jealous and bitter. It's okay. And, um, well, let's release some of that negative emotion with another song. Okay, I think that we're down to... We can't play one of them, so we have to play the last track, I believe, right? But can we self-censor um, it? Like, we could just scream. <laughs> no, it happens, time. like, every other line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be very difficult. Ah, ah. I'm up to the challenge. I like a challenge. I like I like my job. I'm going gonna, 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 gonna to keep that. <laughs> this is bad. Real. Um, so you want to introduce it and I will cue it up. This song is called I Just Cannot. I Just Cannot. It's a good thing I have such a great radio station to help me release some of my stress. This is WKNC 88.1 with your favorite talk show host, DJ Beowulf, and Bangs in the studio. Up next is I Just Cannot off of their Fresh Cut EP. Just like that mountain of 
That was probably the longest punk song I've ever heard. That yeah. was like a whole three and a half minutes. Genre bending. You guys uh, really did it to him, <laughs> and you did not have to. Yeah, no, that was a longer one for sure. I, I really enjoyed different. it. I think of all the ones we've played so far, excluding Big Old Dogs, um, <laughs> that's that was probably one. my favorite. Yay! Yeah, cool. I liked it a lot. Thank you. What, You're Big Old Dogs is your favorite? No. 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 <laughs> I also just discovered how to lie in repose here, and this is wonderful. This microphone moves all the way over. Oh yeah, you can uh, you can really get some stretch out of these babies. However, I will be <laughs> warned, uh, it has happened several times in my past local beat interviews. The microphone will sometimes just drop off. So uh, catch it, catch it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. I can I can teach you how to put it back on. It's really Ooh. not too hard. There's just a little screw here that oh, you I see it. You it wouldn't be the first in. thing I've broken in here today, apparently. So well, I didn't well, break that. I just made it. You just like knocked over our tape thingy. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Well, you knocked over the tape thingy and you blew me away. I love bangs. <laughs> Yay. I love that you guys were here today. Um, I do believe we have covered all of our topics. Um, so to wrap things up, we're going to summarize. You have a tour coming up. Mm-hmm. What are those dates? February 1st through February 10th. February 1st is being played where? February 1st is Greenville, Greenville South Carolina oh, okay. house show. So you got to kind of slip into our dms to figure out where that is what about if, the charlotte date the charlotte date is february 2nd and that's publicly available everywhere we're gonna be playing the milestone so that's super cool and i'm sure people are gonna go to that but february 1st and february 2nd are also the two nights of wknc's double barrel is benefit. it double barrel it oh, is double barrel wow. so if you're not going to charlotte you should come to king's i don't make the it's rules true. i only enforce them that's fine that's, I understand. You have two <laughs> options for your Friday and Saturday night. Either Greenville and Charlotte or Kings both nights. That's it. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, did you know the Sunday is Super Bowl? Oh, that's a perfect weekend. I, it's a perfect, perfect. weekend. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It's all I look forward to. We were supposed to go through Atlanta and then we realized the Super Bowl is in Atlanta. And we're like, no, do no. not go to Atlanta. <laughs> that would, yeah. No, you would yeah, not no. get any sort of viewing there. No. And we would get, we do stuck people in actually traffic. care about it though? The Super Bowl? The football game? <laughs> okay, I don't even Whoa. watch Super Bowl or like football and I like know how how deeply it is felt by Americans. Do they already well, know who's gonna be in it? What punk kid that's about to come to like a feminist house show, like punk show is gonna care? Okay, that that, that intersectional approach makes sense, but also the streets. I'll play will football be for them. I'll do it. I'll wear a helmet. Just like <laughs> deflate a football and you. slap your drums with slap it. Slap my th- oh, my drums. Well, yeah. Were you gonna say your thighs? No. You're thinking of like ham boning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bangs is definitely the ham boniest band coming out of Raleigh right now. Truth. Truth. Well, so we're, uh, I. Okay. Oh, are you a Durham band? Are you going to correct me with that? Oh, wait, we're Durham. I mean, I, I you know, well, you're Durham, Triangle Chapel. You Durham. know, yeah, like, yeah. We say Durham seems like seems easy. I'm actually from Carborough, but I see, like, and I won't say Carborough because most people that means nothing to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I won't say Chapel Hill because that's not who I am. If you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so Carborough, I can't really ch- claim Chapel Hill. So then we're defaulting to Durham. And that's how it's going to go. Pick Raleigh. Raleigh. I mean, Raleigh's fine too. We play a lot of shows here. Do you but like we... acorns? We do. No. Is that all you need? We're the Oak City. To, to be a Raleigh band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You have to be a nuthead. <laughs> I'm pretty nuts. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the N in WKNC stands for nuts. So. Really? Yeah. What does it stand for? So, world. No, we is... care about nuts, Carolina. Oh, no. You're just, yeah, you're just making it <laughs> up now. I'm just this, this is not real. This is not real. WKNC <laughs> is just the tagline we were we were given. Okay. It was bestowed upon us. Big boots to fill. This has been bangs on the local beat. It's true. Do you guys want to sign out? Do you okay. fi- want to finally do that growl for us, Blair? No. You have to come to our show. Like maybe follow us around, like fish or something <laughs> on tour. Like fish yeah, on yeah. tour. Basically, yeah. Same what thing. But this has been WKNC, the local beat with bangs, sands, Blair's growl. Uh, it's true. Thank uh, you for listening. Uh, Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye.